0: Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Ademo. Father, the hour of destiny indeed has come. The hour of change and the hour of transformation. Bring your word to us. Let it come like apple of gold in the picture of silver. Let every life under the sound of your voice never remain the same after this encounter. Let lives be changed and let destinies be transformed. Let the word mix with faith, anointed Lord. Let the blessings be ours, and let the glory be yours. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the people of God said, Amen. Glory be to God. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Can I have my slides this morning? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Royal Voices. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, put your hands together for this lovely team. Well, I want to welcome you once again from the nations of the world and those who are live in church today. I want to welcome you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so sure that the way you have come in today is entirely your business but the way you are living church today is entirely God's business. Glory be to God. How many people know that they are not living the same way they came? Come on, let me hear a yes in the house. All right, those in the nations of the world, we welcome you. You have been such a great encouragement all the way in Africa, all the way in the United Kingdom, in Europe, in America, South America. We thank God for those who are watching in North America here, in Canada, in British Columbia, in Calgary, in uh, Prince Edward Island, and also in Ontario, all the way from Windsor to GTA, and of course, our favorite, Niagara Peninsula. Come on, applaud these great people. And we welcome our local church as well. We say you're welcome this morning in Jesus' mighty name. We want to continue what we started last week about walking in dominion. This is our month of dominion. In Genesis 1:26, man was, I mean, God created man in his own image and his own likeness. He is to have dominion over all creation. Man was created to look like God and to function like God. Turn to your neighbor and say, "You look like somebody I know. You look like God this morning." Hallelujah. Now when we say you look like God, it's not referring to the outer part. Your body is referring to your inner man. Even in our spirit, the Bible says there's no male nor female. So in our spirit, it's not gender sensitive. In your spirit, you were created when God created you. In the very beginning, you were created in whose image? in god's image you are created in the image of god so that's why you look like god amen when you look at a mirror what do you see in the mirror an image that image is a replica of whoever is looking at it praise god so you are created in god's image you are created to look like god and to do what to function to do things the way god does things in his likeness Hallelujah, to do things the way he does things. So I look like God and I'm designed to do things the way God does things. Hallelujah. We learned all that last week. Last week we learned that the kingdom of God operates on keys. Keys. Every door, all you need is a key. If you have the right key, you can go through the door. Door represents access in the realm of the spirit. So in this kingdom, it's a kingdom that operates on keys. Everybody say keys. Keys. So what is that key? The key is knowledge. The key is knowledge. You must have knowledge to have access to anywhere you want to have access to. You look for the knowledge of thing. We learned that to have dominion, we must have the knowledge of God in the area we want to exercise dominion. Praise God. So today we will learn how we can take the principles of God's word to obtain dominion in the area we are being oppressed, for example, In the areas of our lives that the light of God's word is not finding expression. In in moments where we have seasons of contradiction, how can we have dominion? How can we have dominion when what we are believing for is not coming to pass? How can we have dominion? How can we have dominion in areas like this that the world is going through a global pandemic? Where there is setback, sorry, there's there's how many my microphone, please adjust that. Where there is a setback for the whole world, I mean, I through town yesterday and other cities around Niagara, the GTA, and so on and so forth. You see, many businesses have closed actually. So I mean, this was not the plan of so many businesses in the beginning of the year. They had their dreams. They had things they want to happen in their lives and they find themselves in this kind of category so what do you do as a believer how can you still have exercise dominion how do you still have authority in the places where there are setbacks or you are experiencing setbacks praise god second kings we see second kings chapter 6 verse 24. Second Kings chapter 6, verse 24. If you're there, say, I got it. Okay. And it came to pass. Some, some people say, I got it. They just looked up on the slides. I got it. It's okay. Anyway it matters. Amen. And it came to pass after this that Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria. And behold. They besieged it, and until the ass's head was sold for four score and four score pieces of silver, that's 80 silver, 80 pieces of silver, and fourth part of a cub of a doves' dung for five pieces of silver. People were eating the dung of animals. Now that is a siege, but I speak over your life today that the siege is over. I said the siege is over. Oh, you didn't hear me this morning. I said the siege is over. This is bad. That's a sad situation. See the conditions. No one could come in or no one could go out. Movement is limited. Does that sound like what you've been through of recent? Does that look like a lockdown? All right. Lives of people were caged. You can say in today's reality a lockdown economy at a standstill no progress no advancement life was not affordable people were scavenging well we want to thank god for the government of canada they helped out in the what's it called sub 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 praise god they helped out and thank god that we have a wonderful nation we are living in a nation that cares for its people and God has blessed us with abundance to experience that. I think this is a time you should appreciate God for the nation you are being planted in. Okay, oh, come on, put your hands together. You you you're glad. <laughs> don't think it's normal, don't think it's a fundamental human right. It is not. In the nations of the world, it has been devastating. And some of some people can refer to this in Other places they come from, or I mean, this is a multicultural church, a cute church, about 30 nationalities represented here. We have representatives from all over the world, and we can see that uh, uh, in some other parts of the world, they did not have a smooth curve like we did. Praise God. And thank God, not only in terms of financial support the government gave us, uh, we must applaud the leadership as well. Canada is one of the nations that did excellently well throughout this pandemic. Amen? Well, it's not yet over, but I'm saying spiritually to you today, it is over in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, say good amen. Amen. What is the siege? What does siege mean? It's a prolonged period of misfortune. As you can see in the scripture in the case of Samaria, in 2 Kings chapter 6, where there was a lockdown, so to speak, When there was no movement. Why? Because a king besieged it. The Bible says in verse 26, As the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, a woman cried unto him, saying, Help me, my lord king. The king said, If the lord does not help you, who can help you? And she narrated her story in verse 28. He said two of them negotiated. This was how bad it is. Two of them negotiated and said, okay, today we eat your own child to just survive. And tomorrow it will be the other person's child that they will eat. Now, things were bad. Uh, In my own conclusion, personally, I just feel these people were bad people already, eating your own children. Why didn't you sacrifice yourself to be eaten? You have to eat your own. But anyway, let's not go there. No matter the way you think about it, it's so bad. It's not good. This is at the bottom, bottom of the ladder. May God never allow anyone to experience what these people experience. It's bad. Then when they negotiated, the other fellow ate the other fellow's... uh, Baby, when it came to her own turn, she said, no, I changed my mind. Uh-huh. Praise God. As they were saying the story, the king tore his clothes. He said, what kind of thing is this? And verse 31 did what the normal response of almost every human being is. Look for somebody to blame. He said, looking for Elisha to blame, he said, By this time, oh, he was cursing Elijah, he was looking for Elijah, he was saying that, oh, his head will be taken away from him. Looking for Elijah to blame. It's not time for the blame game. No solution in view. Indeed, unbearable experiences, but looking to blame somebody else for the siege in your life, or the siege you are passing through or going through, is not the solution tell somebody this morning, blaming somebody is not the solution. Oh, I've met people in my life, whatever siege they are going through, they blame their dad, they blame their mom, they blame their uncle, they blame one rich uncle somewhere who refused to help them in their dear time of need. They, uh, they They blame the government of the country they are living in. They blame the leadership of the country they are living in. It's not a blame game. Blaming others is never the solution to a siege. Remember, we want to learn principles of how we can overcome, of how we can stand out even in the midst of opposition. How can we still have dominion, the mandate given to us by God, the authority of God, exercising it in our own daily experience? That's what dominion is all about. The siege It's a form of cage, it's a form of prison, it's a form of restriction. It's a form of restriction from moving, whether moving forward or advancing in life. You are just on one spot, stagnancy, stagnation. It's an operation often used by the military. The military used used to surround opposition and it's with the aim that they cut off supply so that the person who is in opposition does not get the necessary things, the necessary things to stay alive. So by doing so, what happens eventually is that opposition will give up. That's the aim of a siege, It's just to make the opponent or the opposition to give up. Now, the person responsible for bringing siege into life, It's of course the enemy, of course the devil. And this is his aim. When siege comes, it just wants you to give up. To give up your dreams, to give up your destiny, to give up your future, to give up what is dear to you. Can you see those two mothers? What is so dear to them? Isn't it insanity? How can a woman give up her baby? It's not done. Even the scripture says, can a woman forget her suckling child? It's not possible. But look at what siege is making them do. They are not only forgetting their suckling child, They want to memorize in their belly their suckling child. It's sad. But this is what the enemy can make you do when the siege is in place. Oh, that siege, we are bringing it down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Cutting essential supplies with the aim of compelling surrender to those on the inside. It's a form of restriction. No progress is made. The aim, again, of the devil is to get you to surrender. I prophesy into your life this morning. I speak over you as one having authority in the realm of the spirit to speak on behalf of men. Under the sound of my voice as many that are hearing me, that in the name of Jesus, no matter what you are passing through, no matter the siege you are going through, no matter the unbearable season that you are passing through right now, I declare over your life that that siege is broken in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus spoke to the contrary winds that were about to take people's lives and destiny. Another you know translation says they are boisterous winds. They were about to take people's lives and destiny. He spoke to them. He said, Be still and the storms of life will come. I speak on that same authority. Every storm of life you are passing through, every storm of life you are going through right now, I command it to cease in the name of Jesus Christ. The period of misfortune is over in your life, it's over in your family, the forces of darkness. Raging against your life Raging against your destiny Raging against your marriage Raging against your future Raging against your children he ceased in the name of Jesus I declare and declare The snare has been broken over your life You have escaped like a bird In the name of Jesus How do you as a child of God Have dominion over siege? Let's go to work this morning How do you have dominion over siege? Number one God taught this first principle of overcoming siege, or the first time he taught it, he taught it to the sons of the prophet just before the major siege of their time came. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 1, you begin to see this, this principle to overcome the siege. The siege, number one, is conquered only through supernatural means. A spiritual problem is not dealt with by natural means. Hallelujah. You don't give uh, your automobile that has fault to your medical doctor or your family physician to fix for you. You'll get wrong diagnosis. Do you understand? You cannot solve a spiritual problem with physical means. Siege is spiritual. You can only solve it by supernatural means. Can I hear your amen this morning? So how do I belt up for the supernatural? God taught this principle first to the sons of the prophets in 1 Kings chapter 6 from verses verses 1 to 6. And we can see it here. And the sons of the prophets said unto Elijah, Behold now, The place where we dwell is too small. It's okay. Anyway, let's go on because of our time. Uh, But please read that when you get to 2 Kings chapter 6, 1 to 8. I can't, but I will summarize it as we go on. Here we see the sons of the prophets in the form of a siege. They were caged, restricted movements, like a prison, no progress. What happened? Many people, find, we find ourselves in this situation sometimes. The sons of the prophets, they said the place we are dwelling is too small. And everybody likes increase. Is there anybody who doesn't like increase here? Everybody loves increase. Oh, I thought somebody was putting a piece of her hand. I would have arranged a prayer meeting straight to cast out every spirit of lies. Amen. Amen. Uh, everybody everybody likes increase you want more and what happened here they were dwelling in a place that was too small and they desired to increase they desired to move forward they desired to advance which is good amen and every and in verse 5 they knew where to go they knew that to get out was going to take more than an idea. You need the supernatural. Let me explain that to you. They wanted to, they had a situation, they were in a place, the place was too small, they had an idea. It's simple, let's enlarge our course. Let's get more wood, let's get more trees, Let's just enlarge our dwelling. we will be more comfortable. I guess they were having issues at that time. You know, when you are dwelling in a place that is too much, it's too small, what not naturally happens? People start stepping on each other's toes, isn't it? It becomes uncomfortable. Uh, it's time to go to the bathroom. The, the, the queue will be as long as, uh, praise God, Another that people want to, uh, not necessarily that uh, people wanted to, move out or whatever no uh, it's just that things were not comfortable anymore things were not convenient uh, what what could feed when they cooked food for example uh, because the pots were small everything was small maybe they have to cook uh, rice three or four times before you can feed everybody you know things were just uh, you can use your figment of imagination things were not just uh, Proper anymore. So they had to expand, which was good. They chose to expand. They got a land, they got beams, and so on. So during it, but they were wise enough to know that no matter the project, so that siege will not siege you, no matter the project, they knew they needed the supernatural. This is where we first commit errors as men and as people of destiny. We keep on forgetting that our lives are not we are not to live our lives in the natural praise god so in verse five they knew that to get out was not going to be ordinary they knew they needed the supernatural that was why in verse three they spoke to Elisha to come along with them on the project they took the supernatural agent along What does that mean these days? Do you go to your interview just like that? Do you go for job interviews just like that? Or when you are applying for jobs, do you just send resume just like that? When those who you are contending with in the job, three days he had put his resume before the temple and they have Pass different shades of incense on it. You say it's only going electronically. Ah, sit down there. In the realm of the spirits, there's (laughs) electron. Praise God. Amen. Uh, If you know what opposition is doing to get what rightfully belongs to you, they are doing much more. Hello? Or you think there's no supernatural, there's no negative supernatural. Today after service, go to chapters. A whole line is dedicated to witchcraft. You are saying there is no supernatural. Sit down there. Praise God. It is real. It exists. Chapters. Chapters is a public place. Go there. A whole section. Hmm? Praise God. If you ask your, I don't want to say ask your children. Our children don't know. Amen. Glory be to God. Praise God. So they went to the man of God immediately. What happened? There was a situation. The axe fell. But as the job was progressing, as the job was progressing, there was a complication. As it can happen when you are on a project or when you are attempting something. The axe head fell into the river. Immediately, it fell into the river. One of them shouted, alas, it was borrowed. What does this mean? It could be a bank loan you too you have just taken. It could be your mortgage. It could be something that you have just gone to borrow to improve your business, to improve your lot in the land of the living. It was just a line of credit you took just to do a quick business, but you lost it in the process. The business did not come through. This happens in life when complications happen in the midst of trying to make progress. But what happened? A siege, you can see. Happened to them. But here today, the supernatural is the answer. The bank, sorry, thank God they had access to the supernatural. That's what I really want to bring forth for you. That thank God they have that access to the supernatural. Thank God they could access the supernatural, which you have today. You have the life of God in you. You are a child of God. The Bible says in 1 John 4:4, greater is he that lives in you than he that is in the world. You have the, the, the portion of God, the portion of Trinity, that is a down payment for your life on the inside of you. You have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. You got the supernatural. Hallelujah. But the question is, do you know how to use the supernatural? The same way these sons of the prophets turn to the supernatural. The ax fell. The natural thing is, is gone forever. But the supernatural could resurrect it. Law of flotation was suspended. And the ax head was back. Do you know how many things can be suspended just for you to get back what the devil is trying to take away from you? Hallelujah. I see your life recover. I see your life recover. I see every siege trying to hold your life broken on your behalf in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we have the supernatural. We'll still get there and talking about the supernatural. Thank God they had access to the supernatural. Again, in knowing the solution to every complication related to siege is only by supernatural means. I see you overcome in the name of Jesus. Again, there was another story, I think this is where I can get in today, in talking about the siege. We will continue next week by God's grace. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed today? Glory be to God. Lift up your hands to heaven wherever you are and just thank God that the supernatural is real and you have the supernatural. You have access to the supernatural. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. And Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.